with you. And I'm only saying this because I'm newly divorced. I don't know how I'm going to feel in the next five years, but right now, complete motherfucking freedom. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Rejection is a Bitch Podcast. My name is Mel. I'm a master life and relationship coach, and I partner with divorcees that are facing rejection, and I help them discover true acceptance from within. And if that fits you, you are a divorcee that's facing rejection or anyone that's facing rejection, I would love to be your coach. I would love to partner with you and unlock anything that's needed for you to have that true acceptance from within. So don't hesitate to contact me on my website, lifecoachingbymail.com or my email, mailcoaching at yahoo.com. I can't wait to hear from you. If you're new to this channel, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, hit me in the comment section. I want to hear what you got to say about this amazing topic and be sure to share this with at least one person. But let's get into today's topic. I feel sorry for you married motherfuckers right now, <laughs> to be honest with you. And I'm only saying this because I'm newly divorced. I don't know how I'm going to feel in the next five years, but right now, complete motherfucking freedom. I'm free from a relationship. I don't need to make money. I don't have to work if I don't want to. I can work when I want to. All of my kids are grown, so I'm not a slave to my kids. I'm not a slave to anything. I'm not a slave to a job. Just celebrated my 57th birthday. And like I said, for the first time in my entire life, I'm completely fucking free. It's an amazing feeling. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I don't know what can I do with my life now that Dr. Dre feel sorry for me. Oh my God, my life is over. Come on now, Dre. Nobody care. Nobody care what you got to say, but we will break down everything you had to say, my brother. If you guys don't know, Dr. Dre recently, when I say recently, within the last couple of years, divorced his wife, Nicole Plotskier. Plotskier? Plotskier. We don't know. She was formerly known as Nicole Young. We know that much. Uh, they were married from 1996 to 2021. They share two children. Uh, Truice and Truly. If you don't know how the divorce went, guys, you guys may have been living under a rock or you're just not into celebrity news because their divorce proceedings went terrible. And well, I won't get into everything, but I will say that Dr. Dre and his ex-wife, I mean, they went to war when it comes to finances. And they reached a massive divorce settlement that allowed her to leave that 24-year marriage with at least $100 million, which is crazy enough, only just about one-fifth of Dr. Dre's fortune. But it was roughly half of his liquid assets. Now, she was required to move out of the house in Malibu, but she was able to keep the Rolls Royce, Range Rover, Escalade limousine, as well as all of her jewelry. Now, this divorce proceeding had a lot of uproar by men, I would say. Men got upset. Like, why in the hell did he have to pay that much? Especially the fact that they had a prenuptial agreement. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that prenup was actually thrown out. Because apparently the judge came to the conclusion that she signed that prenup under duress. Now, if you guys know anything about Dre's history, I won't be talking about it today, but there is a large part of his history that can kind of leave us to the assumption that she may have signed it under duress, or there's clear evidence that he would do that to someone. And some of you may be saying, hey, Mel, what does this have to do with what Dre had to say? It has everything to do with what Dre had to say. This video was a man that was speaking with a lot of vigor and hostility. It was a man that's really thinking, I am truly free. But let's break down everything he's saying here. Point number one. I feel sorry for you married motherfuckers right now, <laughs> to be honest with you. He said he feels sorry for y'all married mother effers. Now, I don't know if he's talking about just men 
Oh, he's talking about men and women, anybody who's married. He feels sorry for us, y'all. Doesn't this sound like a defense mechanism? Y'all know what a defense mechanism is. It's a projection in which an individual unconsciously attributes their behaviors, emotions, impulses, undesirable characteristics, and thoughts to others. He's projecting to others what he truly feels inside. Unconsciously. It's a way of taking our internal dialogue, our internal thoughts, and taking that to an external exchange. It's almost as if our own beliefs, our own thoughts belong to someone else. Now, Dre sounded like that dude that got kicked out the club that was like, man, I ain't want to be in that damn club anyway. Everybody in that club, lame. Dre is literally the guy that gets turned down by a woman, then turns around and starts insulting her. Now that he can't have this, it's now something that he never wanted to be in. Now it's the worst thing in the world. Let's go to point number two. And I'm only saying this because I'm newly divorced. I don't know how I'm going to feel in the next five years, but right now, complete motherfucking freedom. I don't know how I'm going to feel in the next five years. So now he's gone from speaking unconsciously in the previous point to now he's speaking subconsciously. Subconscious speaking is when we speak in a way that is influenced by the part of the mind of which one that is not fully aware. His mind is already saying, bro, you feel like this right now, but this pain is pending. This pain is on the way, my brother, and you may want to not speak too fast. But sometimes our feelings get in our own way, right? Sometimes what we feel in the moment even makes us ignore the inevitable pain. It's like drinking heavy, taking shot after shot, or drinking brown for some of us, and then knowing that inevitable hangover is going to be hell to pay. That's exactly what Dre is doing right now. He knows that pain is around the corner, and he's trying his damnness to get out in front of it. Point number three. Right now, complete motherfucking freedom. I'm free from a relationship. So I'm big on defining words in this episode for some reason. So let's define freedom. The power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. Now, for those who aren't aware, Nicole is actually the one that filed for divorce, citing irreconcilable differences. I don't know about y'all, but in my opinion, Dre is speaking as if he is the one that dumped her. He act like he the one pulled the trigger. He the one filed for divorce. I'm free. I got no restraints. No more chains are bounding me. Dre, you the one got dumped. <laughs> she filed for divorce on you. If you was that restrained and that bound and all that, why didn't you go pull the trigger? But follow me here for just a second. Let's see if we have a different theory. Now, Dre has been known to have countless amount of, you know, character issues. I'm not going to go over all those issues. You know, if you just do a quick Google, you'll see what Dre been doing with his life since the 80s. But there are various amount of allegations that all can be deemed as unbecoming of a husband, you know, and disrespectful to his wife and his family. Could it be that Dre was feeling so in prison and wanted to be out so bad that he would do anything to get her to divorce him? I mean, Dre was actually very sloppy in a lot of his endeavors the last few years of their marriage. It was tabloids everywhere, you know, showing what Dre was doing. You can, like I say, Google it. Could it be Dre was like, hey, man, I can't do it. I don't want the kids blaming me. I don't want family. I don't want everybody looking at me. I'm going to let her do it. Could it be? I say, hell no. Nah. I'm be honest with you. <laughs> I don't believe Dre did that at all. I think Dre saying that he is free is another defense mechanism. I think he's projecting once again, and he's hurt. I think he's really as hurt. He thought he could do whatever he wanted to do in the public. He got very sloppy with it because he thought there's no way that Nicole would ever leave me. He's doing all of this right now to save face. 
Point number four. I don't have to work if I don't want to. I can work when I want to. All of my kids are grown, so I'm not a slave to my kids. I'm not a slave to anything. I can't lie, ladies and gentlemen. This is the one that really got to me when I heard it. Slave to my kids. Let's break it down. Some of you may be like me, because it was news to me that re recently it was revealed that Dr. Dre has a total of nine kids. I repeat, nine kids. And of course, with several different baby mothers. So with someone with nine kids and multiple baby mothers, you kind of can empathize a little bit with what he's possibly saying here. Listen to the terminology that he's using. And granted, he is speaking off the cuff, of course. He's speaking from pure emotions in this interview. But because he's speaking off the cuff and because he's speaking off emotions, this is his true intent. This is true thoughts from his heart. And I'm not a father yet, but I definitely hope to be at some point. But I've been around several fathers. I've been around divorced fathers. My father was once a divorced father. The top thing I have heard divorced fathers talk about, and fathers in general talk about, is how their divorce would have an effect on their children. How the decisions that they make daily have an effect on their children. The way this man is talking about his children right now, it sounds like he couldn't give a damn about his kids. It sounds like he don't care about them whatsoever. Now, I've been saying Google him a lot, and I want you to Google this as well. Play this game with me. Google Dr. Dre's kids. Just take a quick Google search and see how many pictures you find of those kids smiling. There's plenty of pictures out there with them. How many of those pictures, especially as adults, do you see them smiling? And I'm letting you know right now, those pictures are going to be few and far between. And I know you can't gauge everything from a picture, and I'm definitely speculating here, but there's no sense of happiness in those children from those pictures. There's no sense of, I want to be here, wherever here is when they take those pictures. There's no sense of, I love my family. I love my father. And if he has viewed his relationship with his children as he is their slave this entire time of their entire lives up to adulthood, and no wonder those kids wouldn't be happy. I'm sure those kids are more than happy to give him his freedom papers. Point number five. I just celebrated my 57th birthday. And like I said, for the first time in my entire life, I'm completely fucking free. It's an amazing feeling. For the first time in my life, I'm completely free. Congratulations on your freedom, Dr. Dre. Congratulations on your freedom, my brother. But my question is, are you really free? Are you really free? My favorite quote is, the greatest freedom is the freedom of choice. Somebody tell me in the comment section below, for the freedom that Dre now has, what choice did he have in the matter? The freedom that he said he has in his marriage. He had no choice. She divorced him. Him being a slave to his kids and now having that freedom. He had no choice in that. He had to wait till they became adults, remember? He has the freedom in his businesses, but what is a business without family? So with regarding your life, you have viewed your entire family structure as you doing it by force. There was never a choice that you made. You lived your life based on force, and now that life was forcibly taken away from you. What a powerless life. This man worth over a billion dollars has a powerless life. What Dre was experiencing during this interview is completely normal. I don't want to single him out. Most divorced people can relate completely to Dre. This is what I call PDS, post-divorce syndrome. You feel this weight being lifted off of you. You feel liberated to do everything you wanted to do, things you couldn't do because you was in a relationship, you were married. Now you can do it now that you're single. It feels amazing. But for most of us, that amazing feeling doesn't last forever. Reality begins to set in. You realize how alone you are. 
the sense of freedom eventually turns to loneliness. Dre, as he stated in this video, he was 57. He is now 58. After a year, I wonder if Dre still feels this way. Now, you may right now in your marriage be like Dre was in his marriage. You may feel enslaved, but you don't want to give up on your marriage. In full transparency, that was once me. In my first marriage, I did feel enslaved. Except I did go ahead and file. I did, quote unquote, get my freedom. I was able to take control of what was controlling me. So I told myself, man, I would never be in another relationship that I feel enslaved in or I don't feel to be my complete self in. However, in retrospect, I've also thought about how could I have found that freedom within the marriage? What things could I have done differently? What ways could I have approached things differently that would have allowed me to experience that freedom within the marriage? So here's three steps that I took for the marriage that I have now to be built on a foundation of freedom. And I believe that these steps can work for you as well. So the first thing I did, I answered this question. What does freedom look like within the confines of a marriage for me? If you watch any of my other videos, you know that I'm not without fault in my first marriage. I did a lot of things to destroy that marriage. And with that, I knew that there were certain things I would want to bring and certain things I would not want to bring into the next marriage. Freedom is different for so many people. You want to look at yourself in the mirror and, and, and have an honest conversation. What things are actually freedom or what things are you just really just wanted to get your kicks off, so to speak? We all have these vices. We all have these things that really are truly not the best for us, but we want to feel liberated to do them. So ask yourself, is this really something that's beneficial for me? As a single person, is it beneficial for me? Not to mention in a marriage, is this making you a better person? Just because you want something doesn't mean it's the best thing for you. Ask yourself those type of questions. Analyze. Write down a pros and cons list. You need to get to the root of that issue, root of that matter, to see if this is something that you need to continue with going forward. Will this bring the best fruit out of your life? Will this bring purpose out of your life? If you can't be honest with anyone, you should be able to be honest with yourself. And that leads me to the second thing that I did. I hired a professional coach. Talking this over with yourself, talking this over with friends, family, is a great thing. However, there are many times where we get in a place where we really feel stuck. We get to a place where you really can't unlock that next thing, that's, that thing that's blocking you from finding that true answer. And that's really what coaching does. It's different than friends and family because friends and family tell you often what you should and shouldn't do. And they have a good heart. They really want to help. But sometimes they're saying things that kind of give them a mutual benefit. But a coach really gets to the root of the matter and helping us truly narrow down what it is that we desire. And you're, look, you're looking right at a certified professional coach. Again, hit me on my website, Life Coaching by Mel, or my email, mailcoaching.yahoo.com. I would love to partner with you. And after I finished talking with the coach and, and processing everything I needed to process, getting to the root of the matter, the third thing that I did and what I recommend that you do, you have genuine open conversations with a spouse if you're currently married, or a potential spouse if you're looking to be married. Be upfront about everything that you desire while simultaneously respecting their stance. Be willing to compromise on the things that may not be that huge of a deal, but also not budge on the things that you know that will truly jeopardize your freedom. And it's the hard part, even if it means losing them. Now, I want to put one more reminder. We're not talking about happiness here. Our happiness can change within seconds. There's no need for us to chase our happiness. We're talking about actual freedom and fulfillment. Something that you know that would jeopardize who you are 
as a person. And that's what allowed me to go into my now marriage having complete freedom to be my complete authentic self. She allows me to be who I am while constantly focusing on evolving who I am. Like I said earlier, we don't want to be so caught up in freedom that we are constantly doing things that are also in our detriment. But having a spouse that allows you to see that for yourself, that's priceless. And it's easy to recognize that priceless spouse when you're having those honest, open conversations. I want to encourage anyone that's in Dr. Dre's shoes, do these three steps today. You didn't come across this video by mistake. You're seeing this for a divine reason and divine purpose. It's time for you to take those three steps and claim your freedom today. You don't have to have your life destroyed and your life taken away from you for you to have some sense of freedom. That's not freedom. That's actually bondage. Because if you had a choice in the matter, you know you wouldn't want your family taken away from you. You wouldn't want your life destroyed. Take control of your life. Please do not let life control you.